Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of On3 Sports. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Monday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Doloroso. It would be a little weird. Yeah, drove, drove through there today, so it was, it was on my mind. That's almost the street that Jesus walked on to Calvary, was it not? Via De La Rosa? You know, I like to think I, I know my uh, my uh, my my stuff there, but you got me on that one. Now, now I'm gonna have to look it up. I think that's correct. The road that Jesus walked to Calvary, Dolorosa. That's why I said it was like close to it. You're close, yeah. It's Leviosa. Yes. All right. Very good. That's Latin. Look at you. The sorrowful way. I know means. some things in the Bible. You well, I would. I'm not. You're the son of a preacher, man. You should know those things. Yes. So, well, good job. I don't always follow them. <laughs> you do the best. But I know them. Yeah, nobody. No. We all come up short. We do. We all do. I don't pretend to. No, you shouldn't be a pretender. Yeah. Only if you're Christy Hind should you do that. Was she the? Was she in the Pretenders? Yeah. Okay. I thought so. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah, we're all on the same page here. Right. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. It's a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. They'll ship it wherever you are. And guys, don't forget, you're supporting the Bulldog Initiative with every click at Strange Brew, every purchase at Strange Brew Coffeehouse. Same way you do with our friends over at Pip Printing and Signs. There just isn't any limit to what they can do for you from a printing and marketing perspective. Everything your business needs is right there at PIP Printing and Signs to bring customers in, to maintain your customers, to get your message out. Whatever it is, they can cover it for you. They've got 30 years of experience doing it. They're bulldog-owned and operated. But best of all, when you make a purchase with them, when you do business with them, you are sending 10% of that sale right to the Bulldog Initiative, and it's going there in your name. That's money you're already spending. If you own a business, you spend money on printing as it is. Might as well do it in the best possible way that benefits Mississippi State. Call Camden Baker at 601-499-5216. Again, that is his personal cell. That is not the phone number to the front desk. You're not going to be put on hold. You're going to talk directly to the owner of the company. That is a difference in levels of service right there. When you need printing, call Pip Pip today. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. You need to get new stuff. We there was there was this article in the Daily Journal about how Mississippi State facing out the Banner M. I I don't know. I, I some marketing major just called me. He's like, ah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, so it's time for you to phase it out of your wardrobe, guys. State script. What is Zach Selman doing? What is he? Doesn't know what he's doing. He's does he have a marketing degree? I don't think it's in marketing now. No, no, he just leads an SEC athletic that's, department. It's fine. It's, yeah. What does he know? Doesn't know anything. 
What do we know? We know nothing. We're, we're just we, we're just humble servants. We are. We we're just the messenger. Don't don't blame us. We're just the voice of the people. That's it. We're the voice of the voiceless. That's correct. We say all that to tell you that you need to head to College Corner and change up your wardrobe. Get the state script. Get the interlocking. Get the M over S. Get it in full effect. If you got the banner M, it's time to get it out. We need to set up a trade-in program. Needs to be like, you know, you still driving that 2008 Banner M polo? Come on down to College Corner and get you a brand new state script polo, 0.0% APR financing, only $89.99. $89.99 for a brand new state script polo. We'll accept your trade in today at College Corner. I don't know what just happened to my chair there, but you, you you look like I didn't know if I had not I didn't know if the force of my promo <laughs> was knocking you over there. My leg got stuck on the little uh, Daddy, latch, my leg, and I just started like slowly <laughs> going did. down. You did that was funny. Yeah, they do need a trade in program like Fanatics did. Like yeah. if, if one of your favorite yes people leave, you can like send your jersey we back. Need, in. We need to set that up. Come by and see us today, College Corner, where we keep you looking right. And you know. There are not actual Banner M fans. Mm-hmm. There are people that are they don't like us. They don't like us. Yeah. So they so now they're taking a hedging against us. Yeah. Very hard on the banner. A lot of these people are of the same. Like I will accept whatever turds the university wants exactly. to give me and eat them. Yes. And so now they're torn. Right. They're torn. And because they, when they the university say, was promoting the Banner M, oh, it's great. It's great. And now that it's not like, but I said, you know. here's what you need to come to grips with. First We're of always all. right. Is that we are right? We are. We you are do right. love us deep down inside. That's right. You you can push us again. You can push against us all you want to. You mm-hmm. can, you can do whatever, whatever you, want you want to. You can flip us off on Twitter. Yeah. I don't care. But at, at the end of the day, you are going to agree with us. That's right. And agree with us in that you should go to College Corner. Yes. And get you a new state script. There, there it is. Restaurant Tyler, Starville's flagship restaurant. All right, we got two brothers out of the way last week. We, we needed, we're back on the Restaurant Tyler thing this week. Yes. That's where we're going this week. I didn't get to go Sunday. That's usually my Sunday spot. Uh-huh. Didn't get to go. I had to get to the baseball, baseball. game. So, yeah, this week we'll Next make a trip. Sunday I, will tr- I might try well, to Well, you know, I'm talking about just get, we need to grab some lunch this week at oh, yeah. Restaurant Tyler. Yeah, I think sure. that needs to be a good idea. It's a good idea for you. So if you're going to be in Starkville this weekend or any time, make sure a trip to Restaurant Tyler is on the list, especially for lunch. If you're a blue plate guy, and I am, you just can't go wrong with the best one in town. The fried chicken, the fried catfish, the uh, the, yeah, the, the the hamburger steak, the pork chop. This is all good. So try it out today at Restaurant Tyler. By the way, my fried chicken, uh, my fried chicken keychain broke. Oh, the chain broke. So all I've got is I got I got I still have the drumstick. I just I can't wear it on my keys anymore. So I hate that. Uh, 16 Priority One Bank locations here in the state of, of Mississippi. They're in central Mississippi. And down there, if you are looking for a new bank, if, you, if you've been banking with a large corporate bank and you're just tired of feeling like just a number to them, you want to talk to a bank that gives you all these same services and all the same financial power that a big corporate bank does. But when you walk in, they know your name and they know who you are and they know what you're looking for, for from your finances. It's time to give uh, our friends at Priority One Bank a try. Uh, they have 16 locations throughout Central Mississippi. That means there's one near you if you are in Central Mississippi. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. In this life, you know sometimes you, you, your children do things that make you super proud of them. Uh, you know sometimes it's uh, you know they get good grades or they. 
they they make a big play in a game or they 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 become like the first uh, chair at a concert or whatever. Mine was this weekend watching my uh, 14-year-old daughter, uh, Emily, absolutely trash talk her cousins, the LSU fans, into oblivion at the PMAC as Mississippi State was handling LSU uh, by a final uh, margin of 20 points. And I've been saying over the past couple weeks, and you and I have been talking about it here on this show, that there was a game coming for Josh Hubbard where he was just going to unleash and have 30-plus points, and I got to be in the arena to to watch it happen. He was absolutely unstoppable. I don't like to make a lot of predictions, but I'll make this one. If I can get 51 points combined from Tolu and uh, and Josh Hubbard every game, State's going to win a lot of games the rest yep. of the way. Um, a quad two win plus 20 points on the road, no surprise. The metrics love that, and State up to 28 in the net. And now it's about... Locking up what you're going to be seated. You know, you, you, I think at this point you can safely say they're in. I think at this point, it, it wins just go to seating at this point. Mm-hmm. Even if they finished eight and ten, now that wouldn't be great to lose your last four games. Yeah, but it's going to be really tough for them to drop out. Yeah, I, I think at that point, at this point, that's the case. And so now it's just about what you can do from a seating perspective. Your next three games are quad one, so those are ending of quad two to finish out the year. Big opportunity is the rest of the way for Mississippi State. But Josh Hubbard really announced himself. I mean, he's getting call out from Dwayne Wade yeah. on uh, on on Instagram. That was a really really impressive performance. It, it, one of the most impressive wins of the year for Mississippi State, just for the fact that you went on the road and you absolutely dominated them. At the there there was a time early in the game where they were kind of going back and forth. The state was missing some bunnies around the rim. They were allowing LSU to get out in transition. I thought what really tra- changed the game was the 2-2-1 press that they started running. Yeah. That really started to disrupt what LSU wanted to do. And what the press does is it allows you to kind of disrupt what the other team is doing offensively mm-hmm. and waste time in that shot clock so that it's tougher for them to set up what they wanted to do in the half court. And State was able to – I've been talking about this all year, how important it is for Christian's teams to play their style of basketball. Mm-hmm. And they played their style of basketball last night. But it was their style of basketball plus an offensive spark, mm-hmm. which is something that they don't always get. Right. That they, They're able to win ball games in the 60s. Mm-hmm. They're able to win ball games, you know, holding teams down under 60 points in the 50s or whatever and feel comfortable doing it. Mm-hmm. This was a beatdown because they were knocking down shots. Mm-hmm. They were coming off of screens, and Hubbard was getting some big plays. They were getting offensive rebounds, finishing around the rim in the second half. That was as you know complete an effort mm-hmm. that I can remember from a Mississippi State basketball team. And they've had some really good games. Tennessee wasn't a complete effort. No. Beating Tennessee at home was not a complete effort. They gave up 50 points in the second half or mm-hmm. whatever it was. You know, Auburn was hit or miss. They 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 won that ball game, but you know they weren't great on the offensive right. end at all times. I thought that this was the most complete effort we've seen from Mississippi State team this year. I think this is the best game they've played under Chris. Toughness. Chan. They they absolutely bullied LSU. Look Toughness, finishing, offensively knocking down shots. Great great win. When you look at the numbers on both sides of the ball, you get State shooting forty six percent, forty eight percent from behind the arc. Yeah. Really impressive there. 
best shooting seventy-seven percent from the line mm. is incredible. Now you're buoyed by Hubbard was active and got to the line, and he was eight for eight there. Yeah, I mean, when he gets to the line, he's going to shoot well. But I mean, Tolu was three for four. Cam made some. Keyshawn Murphy was three for four. Then on the other side of the ball, you hold LSU to forty-one percent shooting. It's only 17% from behind the arc. That's huge for Mississippi State. And you force 15 turnovers. LSU gets 67 points, and that's with Trey Hannibal, a guy who scores 5.8 points per game. Yeah, he was definitely He had that. a huge game. He had 22 last night. That's not what you would expect. If he plays his normal game, this game is a really, really bad whitewash. Two things that really have stood out to me over the past couple of weeks. First off, um, the decision to make Tolu come and bring Tolu off the bench these last two games has worked. Yeah. And that is something that – Really could have backfired. I'd keep on Chris it going. I, I wouldn't change a thing. And then it, you know what it reminds me. I remember when Schaefer yes, benched exactly Vic, Victoria Vivians, and we were all like, "What the hell's going?" on? But it worked. He had, I think, four new starters. Yeah, starting the NCAA tournament. Yeah, yeah. it was. An and everybody was game. like, "What is this idiot doing?" Yeah. And they went to the national championship. The the other thing that stood out to me in these last few weeks is the return of Keyshawn Murphy and the reemergence of Deshaun Davis. Yes. Davis only had six points, but they were both a couple of big three-pointers. He had three re- rebounds and three assists, only one turnover. But he, when he's out there, he's just running the offense. And, and he plays he's, good defense. He's playing great defense. And then Keyshawn Murphy has given State something that they, they did not have, and that's a valuable – I mean, you can't – I don't really count Tolu Smith as a bench scorer. Mm-hmm. So State has uh, four – this is – what, they played Ole Miss, they played LSU, so this week. The bench has outscored their opponents this week, uh, if I'm doing the math right, 90 – to 23. Now, Tolu is a huge piece of that, but Keyshawn Murphy, 11, he almost had a double-double off the bench, 11 points and 9 rebounds. State did all of this. With Cam Matthews played eight, uh, played 18 minutes in this game. Uh, yeah. In the first half of this game... He played 3 minutes. Yeah, he played 3 minutes. He got two quick fouls, and he, and he had to go to the bench. And State still led by 7 at the break. Sean Jones, you know, his stat line's not great, but defensively he does a lot. Uh, DJ Jeffries, again, I'm only three points, a couple of rebounds, a couple of assists, but defensively he's coming, he's coming along. He's coming along. They just got contributions all over the all over the board. Well, and, Keyshawn But their superstars won this game. Yeah, Tolu they did. And, and Josh Hubbard. I, I think I think it was twofold. I think your superstars did kind of put you over the top. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when you look at the numbers, it bears that out. But this team still is not going to win games. Unless other players are contributing, right? You know, across the board, mm-hmm. and Key, what Keyshawn did late in the first half, mm-hmm. we saw him, you know, scoring, getting offensive rebounds, making plays on defense. That to me was the biggest factor for Mississippi State because mm-hmm. they got momentum before halftime. They were able to build that lead out to seven. Yeah, and uh, from there, I thought just kept extending it. But that end of the half was huge. State had fallen behind by several points mm-hmm. in the first half. They were giving up three-pointers. They were giving up shots in transition. I talked about the press that I thought was really big. And they kind of corralled themselves a little bit. Josh Hubbard got some points. Tolu did some good things. And then, like I said, the last five minutes or so, I think we're, we're super for Mississippi State to kind of get the lead, get a little bit of breathing room, and take it in the locker room. I just thought they were the tougher team. Mm-hmm. They And when Mississippi State comes out, and more often than not they are, mm-hmm. but when they come out and they are just inserting their will on the other team, they're very difficult to beat. That's right. So 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, it could have been worse in the first half. They could have had fifty plus. Yeah. Oh yeah, Cam Matthews. They, they missed go a lot out. of well, and they missed a lot of shots around the rim. They, they missed a lot of bunnies. They did. If, if they make those shots, this thing is a to- absolute bloodbath. Tolu is eight of fourteen in this game. If he, if you give him his shots within a foot of the rim, he's like twelve of fourteen. Sometimes I wish he would just go up there and just, he just tear he, the rim he just, off. Yeah, he he he. Sometimes he's he's a little too. Timid's not the right word, but he, yeah. But, but what's what's so impressive about this, Brian, is the fact that this is an LSU team that played Alabama tough, beat South Carolina mm-hmm. on the road, mm-hmm. beat Kentucky mm-hmm. in that building, mm-hmm. and they came from behind in like three or three or four mm-hmm. games in a row. Yep. They were down by double digits and yep. had a chance to win this ball game. Lost by a couple points to Florida. Yeah. So th- this team has had a very difficult stretch, and they've been. Dead even. They've been two and two, and so I'm I'm looking at it, and it's eleven points with like six seven they minutes left. They cut it left. to nine, I think. With I think I think they got sixty to fifty one. Might have, and then and I, I thought if if State can can have this lead at ten with five minutes left, I think they're going to win. Yeah, but they just stepped on their throats. Yeah, I think that's kind of. You know, I think this team is just easy buckets and this team is just starting to get the chemistry and starting to get that killer mentality that's been missing from Mississippi State sports. And that's a big credit to Chris Chance because he's made two decisions that could have gone the other way and tanked this team, and that's bringing Keyshawn back and putting Tolu Smith on the bench. Those are two decisions that if they go the wrong way, you 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 kill your locker room. Yeah, and it's like to the point where like you're going to have almost everyone transfer out next year, and you're going to have to completely rebuild. Instead, everybody has bought in, and they're playing at a really, really high level right now. The, yeah, Keyshawn I, I will just being tell you, able to say, you know, swallow I'm, I'm going to fight you on something, though. He's going to start next year. He's too good. He's just, good enough to start. Well, if, if, it's a, if it's a Cam Matthews and Keyshawn Murphy thing, I think I you just start Cam think, at the three. And you well, just, maybe so, but I, I, I don't think – I think he's better where he is. We'll see. I just, I, I just, uh, the talent is obvious. The talent is obvious, but I also think that we're putting a lot on Keyshawn Murphy. Well, we got plenty of time. I mean, it's for next year. No, I'm just saying, like, I think we're trying to make him greater than he's actually shown. There's a lot of things that he has to improve on. I think the the ceiling is very high. It is offensively. Yeah. But defensively, we have not seen enough. Is it? I think I think you can coach. You can get him. It's been two years, though. No, I I think he's getting better. better, It's better. It's better today than it was. It's not Cam Matthews. No, no, it's not. And 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 to say like you know, but I'm not taking Cam off the floor in my scenario. I just don't know if that's gonna. I don't know if that's gonna be the case. That's that's what I'm saying. I I think I think Keyshawn gives you that extra. You know, when you have DJ and Cam, you have great defenders and leaders and all that, but you don't have the scoring. Keyshawn gives you the scoring. Well, I mean, Cam's scoring as much as Keyshawn is. He is now. So. I mean, Cam's doing everything. Cam had for eight you. points last night in eight and eight and eighteen minutes. He, he's just a monster. Um, I will tell you that as, as just being able to watch a game from a fan perspective in, in that state was fun. I had a good time. I enjoyed it. It's really fun. Whenever I didn't realize how good my seats were going to be. I thought I had bad seats. I bought because I bought tickets. And I was looking at it, I was like they have you know one hundred, two hundred, three hundred. I was like, we were in two hundred. I was like, that's pretty high up, I guess. No, I had great seats. Three hundreds high up. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's like, nothing When we sat like, down, my cousin was like, one of my cousins was like, are you rich? It's like, no, why? And they're like, these are really good seats. I was like, ah, oh, these are 40 bucks a piece. Yeah. There wasn't nothing to it. It's it's not a tough ticket to go to basketball. It was not, it's not at LSU. I did, I'm not going to read this to you. Hold on. So, I wonder gotta, if the women cost more money. Yeah. I got a text uh, Saturday morning. 
LSU men's basketball fan. Your Tigers take on Mississippi State tonight at 7.30 at the PMAC. If you're unable to make it to the game, we suggest you sell your tickets on SeatGeek or transfer them to an LSU fan so we can ensure the best possible home court advantage for our Tigers. I was just like, wrong! Was there a good crowd of State fans? No, not really. Maybe, maybe like 150, 200 tops. A lot, it looked like a lot of players' parents. I, I, didn't, I didn't speak to any of them, but I did you know, get some fist bumps. I did run into two uh, fans. And I was just like, surely I'm not going to be on the road. I won't. But I ran into a guy who I see on Twitter a lot. Name's Andrew Madden. He spoke to me at uh, at the concession stand. And then another guy, as I was at the concession stand, also said, "Hey, I listen to the podcast. He was a big fan of ours. Their concession stands are weird, by the way. Yeah, I know. So they have a kiosk. You have to go place your order at the kiosk. Yeah. Then you walk over to the concession stand. And then for a drink, they just hand you a cup and a straw. And there's a fountain drink over there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking. I'm like, why did I pay? It's like, uh, like I could have scooped the popcorn too and say you wouldn't even have to be here. Yeah, it's like Disney World. Yeah, it was just the weirdest thing. You have, thing. Order, you have to order Disney World from an app. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I was like, what kind of like I'm walking. He's like, you got to go over there and order. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's <laughs> like you got to look over there. There's a kiosk. I'm like, okay, something that they probably talked about in a meeting and thought it was a great idea, and it's it really doesn't change all that much. Yeah. You yeah, know, you still probably have the same amount of time. You're basically instead of paying somebody to hand me a drink, you're paying somebody to hand me a cup. Right. Like, how did you save money on that? Yeah, I just, don't know. I mean, just make it a, a like you just go pick up your cup. And yeah. The, the well, robot I mean, at that point, why not you everything. just have bottles? Right. Uh, I don't know. I like state setup. Yeah, it's better. It is better. So, anyway, Bulldogs. Uh, like I said, I mentioned they go up to what twenty uh, eighth in the net. Um, looking around college basketball today. Uh, where is Baylor in the net? They lost today. They're 16th. Um, Michigan State is 23rd in the net. They lost today. Um, State has jumped ahead of Florida. Did Florida win yesterday? Who did they play? I don't, I don't know. I, I can't d- remember. I think they did. I, I was told that uh, there was there were no close games. I didn't, I didn't get to see... Much of anything. Let's see here. There were not very many close games. SEC men's basketball schedule for Saturday the 24th. Florida, yeah, they beat Vanderbilt by 13. Arkansas beats Missouri by 15. We'll talk about this game in a second. The Kentucky-Alabama game is insane. 117 to 95. I'm really sad I missed that. Well, I remember at halftime, they were like, Kentucky's on pace to get 118 points. And <laughs> usually right when it. you say that, yeah, it's it like it doesn't happen. happen. No. no, they almost hit it. Uh, That's an NBA Auburn, score. Auburn puts up almost 100. Well, I mean, yeah, Alabama, Alabama this year, I mean, 95 points in a defeat is tough. Uh, Auburn wins by 21 over Georgia. Texas A&M, good night. You can, you can cross them off the list. They lost by 30. Five to Tennessee State. State can definitely win. They can I mean, win there. That, and then you I thought State. that was more winnable game than LSU. The game we didn't mention. Let's just talk about it real quick. It's Ole Miss and South Carolina. Obviously, that was a game that Ole Miss had to have. They didn't get it. I think. Let me double check. I, I saw it. They earlier. got Alabama coming up, and that's Ole their Miss last is chance. Seventy six in the net. Yeah, they're, they're unless done. they beat Alabama, they're done. They're done. Um, but that's not what stood out about that game. Is Alan Flanagan giving the Judas effect? <laughs> the old flip flop and fly. He, he if he had just twirled his hands before it. He'd been like Dusty Rhodes out there with that bionic elbow, if you will. It was a it was straight up a Look, right hook. The I made I thought I was talking to you before the end. The Alabama guy who got suspended for the elbow. Can, I think he can at least Wagyu, make the cake. What's his name? Yeah, yeah, the wag or wagu or whatever it is. It makes I, me hungry. I know. Man. So what's the marbling on that guy? 
Anyway, well, might just go ahead and move on. <laughs> move on over to the. We're going to be talking about Wagyu. We'll get to that in a minute. But anyway, at least with that guy and his elbow, I think you can like make. It's not a really good case. Yeah. But you can make the case like it's a loose ball and he's trying to get the ball and he's just out of control and he hits the guy in the face. Alan Flanagan attacked this guy. That was assault, brother. Yeah. I will not be completely surprised if the SEC suspends him for the rest of the season. It's only four more games, but that that can't go unpunished. Coach's son. Again, never mind Coach's son. His dad is on the bench. Right. Like, <laughs> it's not like he's a coach's Didn't son. Didn't he do something like that at Auburn? I have no idea. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't I could know. be wrong. I don't want to accuse a, him. But I, that was a that, – I mean, there, there are some – you know, I, sometimes you just, you get out of control and you hit a guy in the face and it happens, right? They, then there are times where you punch a guy. That was premeditated. Yeah, he, he, he back-elbowed him in the face. Chris Jericho had been proud of that one. I – and then the Ole Miss fans trying to justify it. And like, not not all of them. Not all of them. There was one guy, but I mean, he's like, he was holding on to his arm. Like, the guy's arms are by his side. They called that, they, that guy called that, like, an Oscar performance. At that so point, what? I mean, at that point, just get on the table and get the crowd and bring the macho man elbow off of him, you know? Right. Louise. Yeah, so, there's students out there hear, booing the refs. Like, they, they I need to hear Richard's call of it. I have not. I need to find the, uh, the replay, and I want to hear what Richard had to say. Ah, uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, and they let a random frat guy get out there and do the "Are You Ready?" cheer. I didn't see. Oh this. crap! That was never mind. That was Pete Golding. <laughs> I didn't know. That. <laughs> uh, why are they letting like some forty-year-old sig up out? There? Oh wait, that's Pete Golding. That's the defensive coordinator. Oh, never mind. It's fine. It's fine then. <laughs> yeah. uh, six o'clock tip at the hump Tuesday sold out crowd Tuesday sh- Tuesday tip I mean uh, rumblings is delayed this week oh got to is it 6 p.m. yeah good so I'm glad it's not at 8 p.m. we will do the rumblings Ugh, can't do them on Wednesday we, we gotta get out of here oh yeah that's right we'll, we'll, we, we may have to skip we'll the rumblings this it. week may have to skip them or you wanna do them we got two options we can do it Monday I'll we'll say it tomorrow. It's, it's, it's do them tomorrow Let's do, it. Let's do it tomorrow. I'll go ahead and put the tweet. Rumblings are on. Alert. Alert. Make sure you put like some sirens and stuff yeah, so everybody notices. All right. Let's move. Now, actually, we, we, we were hitting here in the Super Talk Studios, and uh, Andy Gibb was playing. So, I move. I'm going to move into the rest of the show. It's brought to you by the Mississippi Beef Council. Beef, it's what's for dinner, don't you know? I, I, I just want to eat a steak for dinner. That's all the Andy Gibb I can give you right there. Um, yeah, beef, it's what's for dinner. If you didn't cook out this weekend, you missed out. I mean, it was incredible weather. I don't understand what's going on. Maybe the, Maybe those wackos are right. I don't know. Maybe there is some some global warming going on because it's it's beautiful outside. I was look, driving down today. I looked down. It's, it's February twenty fifth, and I looked down and it said eighty. I was like, love it. What? I, I contemplated wearing shorts the last two I days. I bought shorts. But it got today. a little so cold. We had a little we had a little milestone moment. I had to. None of my shorts fit me anymore, so I had to go buy some new shorts today. Awesome. So I down, thought you were about to say you pooped your pants and you had to go buy shorts. That would be a hell of a milestone, wouldn't it? <laughs> I had a milestone today. Yeah. I'm, 48 or whatever you are, and I pooped my pants. I pooped my pants for the first time since my mom was changing my diapers. Oops, I crapped my pants. Remember that <sighs> SNL skit? Yeah, yeah. 
Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. <laughs> you know, cows poop. Uh, two Brothers they Smoked do. Meats. I heard, I heard a rumor that Robbie Falk is going to be at Two Brothers on, uh, on Tuesday getting ready, uh, getting a little prime rib sandwich before he heads over Real to... Real uh, bad night to be one of those. I hear you. My friend Alex, who I had lunch with at, uh, at Two Brothers, mm-hmm. and she, she was very thankful for your recommendation. Our I friend think. Rob, also, mm-hmm. he got the exact order yeah. that I get. The prime rib sandwich. Pork rinds and, and prime rib sandwich. It's a way of life, I tell you. It really so. is. So you need to get, if you haven't made it there to Two Brothers, you need to do it now. Uh, like I said, not a great new stuff on the menu. That prime rib sandwich is one of those. But they got a lot of your old favorites, too. I had my chicken chipotle tacos, and guess what? They were delicious. Of course they were. So enjoy a trip to Two Brothers and some smoked southern soul food. Great products, great service. Every business likes to promise it to you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing it for 49 years. When you need technology for your business, give Advantage Business Systems a call. And then if you need service on something that they've sold you, you call the same people back. You're not calling a different number. You're not calling a call center. You're not going to be on hold for 45 minutes to an hour. You're not going to have to hear some some repetitive message about your business is very valuable to us when we all know that it isn't. They, your business is valuable to your friends at Advantage Business Systems, so call them today, 601-362-9192, or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. If you haven't already been to the to Maroon & Co. Uh, this uh, baseball season, you are missing out. Like we said earlier, the Banner M, it's gone. It's, it, it's gone. It's it, it, I, this time, this time six months from now, you won't be able to find a banner M in, in the athletic department anywhere. I, I'm making that outside of maybe on, hero Zach Selman the, is getting it done. The only place you might still have one is on the side of the football stadium because that's just such a could be a pain to, to to remove. But I won't be surprised if it's gone. Let's get that off too. Let's make it happen. It'd be nice. And that means you need to go to Maroon and Co. and get some new gear. And if you want unique gear, stuff you can't find anywhere else, they've got it at Marine & Co. And, of course, they are the only place you can get those awesome Bulldog Initiative hoodies and polos you're seeing the coaches wear all the time. So if you want to support the Bulldog Initiative, you want to look like the coaches do, Marine & Co. is the place to do it. If Before you head to Duty Noble Field, before you head to the Hump, or you head to Davis-Wade Stadium, you head to Maroon & Co. So there's baseball. Um, okay. They took two out of three. They won the series, and that might have meant something if they didn't drop both of the midweek games. But as it is, it doesn't mean much of anything, Robbie. Um, you know, you're going to get some people who are like, "Oh, see, they bounce back." Uh, eh, eh, eh. So this week, this is the easiest week. They did that last Sunday too, and we saw yeah. what happened. This is the easiest week, right? You have Jackson State, a SWAC team, and you're playing a Mount St. Mary's team that's one and six on the year Oof. that uh, lost Oof. two out of three to Norfolk State. Robbie, they have to go undefeated this week. They 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 just they're, Can't lose again. they're no there's no getting around that. They have to go undefeated this week. We're coming up on like you you can't you might can lose like one more non conference game. Mm-hmm. I mean that's just where you are at this point. Mm-hmm. You're about to play an absolute gauntlet of an SEC schedule, mm-hmm. and even then, I, mean, I just what, what evidence do we have that this team is going to even compete mm-hmm. in those games? Do, do we? Th- do we have any evidence they're going to be better than last year when they were getting run ruled every other game? Mm. Uh, I I don't know. You know, I just don't I just don't have a whole lot of faith that this is going to 
end in other than one way. That's just where where things are at this point. And uh, you know, it, the the biggest to me the biggest issue for state is offensively. But to me, they've they've pitched it pretty well through the first um, eight games of the season. They had a, a bad game against Austin P on Wednesday, and they were bad on Saturday. But you know those games happen. The what we've seen more often than not is they're throwing strikes, and they've been consistent on the mound in comparison to what they were last year. Offensively. They have been bad. They have not been clutch. They have not put the ball in the air. Everything's, you know, ground outs and strikeouts, uh, rolling over ground balls, mm-hmm. a lot of pull hitting, um, you know, swinging through spin that's, you know, not even a strike. Mm-hmm. The, the offense to me has been the biggest issue for them. And this has been kind of a consistent theme for them since Lamonis has been here, the offense has gotten off to really slow starts. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case for everybody. I mean, they, they did have a, a good start, I think, in 2021, but that was a good offense. This is this is not a good offense right now. When you look at, at the weekend, too, I mean, it just like just offensively, it's just not enough. I mean, yeah, you had the bad game. And I hate that you had a bad game pitching-wise on Saturday because yeah. I, was, I was hopeful to see Kyle Steven sort of build on what he did last week. But yeah. I don't know what happened. He he couldn't finish off batters. It was kind of like a Connor Pilkington thing. Remember Connor mm. Pilkington would get ahead like oh yeah. two one two and he just couldn't, couldn't punch him out. Yeah, yeah. This this time he just couldn't do it. He did it against uh, Air Force. Didn't mm-hmm. do it in this one. He he was routinely ahead oh two and one two, which I love. Mm-hmm. I think that's the right idea. Get in there, pound the zone, get ahead and counts. He just couldn't throw that that strike three or he couldn't get him to ground ground it out or something like that. Yeah. They just beat him that way. And they just got in such a hole there, I think things just kind of snowballed. And you know, you didn't really have it on Saturday, obviously. Only seven hits total, only one Bulldog, and that was uh is Joe Powell with uh with two hits on on uh Yeah, offense on, was, on was Saturday. Just bad, honestly. But then on you know on Friday and Saturday Friday you score five runs, you only have one guy with multiple hits. And that was Johnny Long who had three no, wait, wait, that was Logan Kohler that had three hits. Logan Kohler had three hits. I can't mix those guys up. Uh, and then, But on Saturday, Sunday, you had multiple guys with multiple hits. You had Davis Marchand has four. Mm-hmm. Hunter Hines has three. Hijack, who has been struggling uh, with two hits. And was on the bench today. Yeah. He has, comes in uh, later and has uh, two hits. So that's good. I mean, I, I think we're really trying to nitpick and find positives here, but Sunday's game looks like a game that the Mississippi State should be playing against a bad team. Yeah, where they've just run out of pitching, they've run out of answers, and you just go out there and you're in charge from basically early on. And they, the other thing to say about that is State wasn't though it was one nothing going into the fifth. First four innings were terrible. Yeah, they couldn't get anything. And but then when you know you chase a starter, and all of a sudden, okay, yeah, we're just that much better than him. But that should have been the case the whole weekend. Is the problem? It's just like did they did they hit a home run this weekend? Uh no, and hold on, and like where's the what's no and they had not they did not hit hold on hold hold on what is going on with their power I mean we're just not we're not seeing a whole lot of fly balls Robbie balls in the gap 
they had only three doubles on the weekend. Yeah, it's, it's all, and they were all the on part. Friday. Yeah, it's you know it's, it's a bunch of ground balls. It's you know that's crazy. You, you're trying to slip through a couple of defenders to send a, send in a hit. I just don't like their approach right now, and they you know it seems like they're pressing a little bit too. The the guy the lefty that they threw was throwing seventy five to seventy eight mm-hmm. soft toss lefty mm-hmm. was that's throwing usually, a lot that's of spin. A problem for state yeah it's, it's a lot of spin year. low they couldn't barrel it up but they were swinging through it and they were they were balls mm-hmm. you know Hunter Hines came up there with the bases loaded did not see a single strike did not see a single fastball that I remember. Mm-hmm. And he swung through it three times, struck out. Mm-hmm. They're just not seeing it well right now. They're not able to recognize pitches. And it's crazy that State, you know, yeah, they gave up 11 runs yesterday. I understand that. But, like, by and large, the pitching has been better this year. Yes. But the hitting has fallen off. And, yeah. and that is why, I mean, that to me is, like, the, the telltale sign that it's starting at the top. That you can't get fixed. You can't yeah. get right. The fundamentals are bad. Yeah. The fundamentals are just not very good. They they make bad decisions. Um, you know, we saw them, they hit the runner in the back twice. Yeah. On Saturday, that oh, they had runner dead to rights on the base pass, hit him in the back. One of them scored. The first time they did it, the dude scored from third base as he was trying to steal third, and the other one was safe at second. They just they don't make good decisions on the base paths. So they don't make good decisions um, defensively. Really, I mean. It's just fundamental things. It's the little things they're doing wrong. And like, like you said, that is at the top. And I just can't understand how that happened. Because I, we we talked about it so many times last year. Like, I can't imagine that someone can get two teams to Omaha in two chances mm-hmm. and win a national championship and then, you know, Things just like that happen so often. Yeah. It's just hard to, to believe. I don't know what's what's happened here. Yeah. It's tough. It's going to be a tough uh, few weeks, few months for Mississippi State baseball, but we'll see where it, where it leads. Back at it on Tuesday against uh, Jackson State. They can't lose a game this week. A loss this week, and we, we can, I'm going to stop. I like I'll, I'll talk about We're just it. Not gonna t- I'll talk about the games a little bit, but like I'm not gonna waste my time. Yeah, I'm not, I certainly won't be at Duty Noble Field. I'm, I'm not gonna be there this week anyway because of the, the game times. All of them are during while I'm on the air, except for the Saturday game, which is on at the same time as the Mississippi State Auburn game. So I'm gonna I, I'm gonna watch that. I felt kind of bad um, Saturday. I didn't even ask a question. Yeah, at the press conference, but I, like I just don't know what else to ask at this point, Brian. I, I know we have the people that are the ask the tough questions crowd. There, there are no tough questions to ask anymore. No. I think we're, we're I think pa- we're kind of past, past that. that. Yeah, I agree. I don't think we're going to get anything that's going to make you yeah. happy. Exactly. So, all right, all right. So as we've decided earlier, uh, tomorrow's show is going to be the rumblings. Get your questions in now. We'll be happy to answer them. And then we'll have uh, Mississippi State Kentucky on Tuesday. So we'll have uh, I guess future Brian will handle that one. And then uh, our, our, I guess that'll be our Friday show. Will be a full recap of our trip to Huntsville, Alabama, for AEW Dynamite. Yes. Which, by the way, I don't, I don't. We've talked a little bit about that, but that is the last time Sting is ever going to be on TNT. Yep. We're going to be there for that. Last, We're going to get to say goodbye to Sting. Is it the last time that he's going to be on 
television, like, they, they, like as a wrestler. So, so Tony Khan said this will be the last time he has Public ever on appearance. television as a rest, as a wrestler. Oh man, we, we're going to be there for that. Yep, that is incredible. Awesome. I and saw then, Sting in person. I've seen in him in 1998. I saw him in person in 97. I he was the he was Wolfpack in the NW oh, Wolfpack Sting. I saw him the night after the Survivor Series incident. Now, I would love to see. I would I would love to have seen Crow Sting back in the day, but. I didn't yeah, get to see he got that. left laying in the ring the time I saw it. If I, if, I, if I get a chance to speak to me, like, the last time I saw you, you were laying in the ring. The entire NWO had taken you out. It happens sometimes. It happens like that sometimes. So, And then we got, uh, I sent you that text last night. We got FTR and Eddie Kingston yep. versus the BCC. I mean, like, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be great. I can't wait. So that'll be our fr- Friday podcast. Get ready for it. No, just kidding. All right, guys, have a great uh, Monday. Back with you on Tuesday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian. Hey, Dad, thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.